Roshana Daf Kaf. The last thing we were discussing was a statement by Morukva that the Adar that's near Nisan is always 29 days. And the Gemara asked that we know famous Mishnah that there's two months a year that we even Mechadol Shabbat for, that we'll send the, the witnesses in a car, whatever they have to do, just get there. And that which is Nisan and Tishri. And the question is, if the Adar before Nisan is always 29 days, then what are we sending uh, witnesses to give a testimony? We know which day it's going to come out before a month ago. So the Gemara answers, no, there's a special mitzvah to be Mekadesh the The testimony has to come from you, and that's the way to be Mekadesh Hodesh, and that's strong enough that we're even being Mechadal Shabbat for it. And with that, we are starting Kaf Amud Aleph, second line in the last word on the line, which says Ika de Amre. Ika de Amre. And some say that Rav Nachman didn't ask a question from the Mishnah with the two months a year that were Mechadal. Rather, he asked as follows. There's two months a year when we Shabbat, sending the messengers or the witnesses to go testify in a new month. Now, if you tell me they're always empty months, there's always 29 months, that's why we're being Mechalel, the mitzvah lekadesh al because it's a mitzvah to be Mechadesh that month based on the testimony of witnesses. If you're in Tami, sometimes it's full, sometimes it's empty, 30, 29. We have a problem. Am I Mahalalina? Why are we Mahalal the, the Shabbat? Meaning it's all connected to the Psak of Betin. And even if the Aidim stay wherever they are, we could add that extra day in Adar now on day 30. And it's going to be a full Adar. You could be Mekadesh Nisan on day 31 with the, with, the, with the witnesses, and there's no problem. The Gemara says, right. If day 30 falls out on, on Shabbat, beautiful, right? Okay, then everything works out perfectly. What are we dealing with here? Day 31 comes out on Shabbat. And now we're stuck with the problem, because if they don't come now, then we're going to be forced to be Mekadesh this month without witnesses. And that's why we need the witnesses to come, because the mitzvah the Kadesh, there's still a mitzvah to be Mekadesh this month with the witnesses. And Mativ Ravkana, and Ravkana has a problem with the way we explain the Mishnah. That the whole reason that we're Mechalel Shabbat is because it's a mitzvah the Kadesh al Piraiyah. We learned in the Mishnah, when the Beit HaMikdash was standing, that we're Shabbat even on all the other months. We want to make sure that Musaf HaFoshchodesh is given on time. Nothing to do with Mitzvah Kadesh Al Piyaraya. Now, what about the, all the other months when the Beit HaMikdash was around? There was there is apparently no mitzvah to be Mekadesh Piraya. Then Nisan V'tishri, even now, when there's no Beit HaMikdash, also, you, you can't say the reason is because there's a mitzvah to be Mekadesh with witnesses. Rather, if you tell me sometimes it's 29, sometimes it's 30, now I understand why we're Mechalel Shabbat, because they need to get there on time so everything can be done on time. We want that Korban to be given on time. We want Pesach to be on time. The Adar before Nisan is always 29. Why are we Mechalel Shabbat? You should know what day it is. 
Kumar answers to Yuvda, you're right. According to Moral Kuban, anyone else who holds that Adar before Nisan is always 29, it's a problem. Why are we sending out the witnesses even on Shabbat? So now the Gemara is going to go back and discuss the month of Elul. Kiata Ula, when Ula came from Eret Israel, Amar, he told the people of Babel, Abruha le Elul. They added another day in Elul, and Tishri is now on day 31, not on day 30. And do the people in Babel understand what we do for you? And the Gemara says, what could do do to Babel when they add day? So Ula himself explained, because of the vegetables, meaning we don't have a Shabbat back to back with Yom Tov, the first day of Yom Tov. This way you could have fresh vegetables, you could pull it out now, or if you because if you pull it out after, after two days, it starts to dry up, the vegetables are not so good. So here, Hachamim added a day so you don't have a back to back. Because of uh, the dead people, if someone passes away on Shabbat and it's back to back, Shabbat and Yom Tov, you won't be able to bury him. This way, they give you a empty day in between, so this way uh, you could always bury the dead person. And just uh, a side point, Rabbi Hanel explains that really that's not the reason why we me'aber the month. This is just an extra reason. There's obviously a whole secret soda'ibur to all of this, but definitely they take these things into account. The practicality of things definitely goes into account. So the Gemara explains, my benai, what's the difference between those two reasons, Ula and Rabiaha? So Yom Kippur that happens on a Saturday night, it's for dead people and yeah, then we have to be so you don't have a back-to-back situation and because then there will be two days where you can't take care of that uh, that person. Now, when do you need those vegetables anyways? For night? Anyways, you can't eat at night, right? At night, you can go to the garden, pluck out some vegetables and eat it. That's not a problem. Now, Ulman da Amar According to Ula, who said it's because of the vegetables, Le'abre Mishumetaya. Why don't you add another day because of the dead people? Meaning, why don't we make it that kind of for dead people? According to you, you obviously, if you're that practical with vegetables, and you have to be practical that we don't want the dead person to stink up, and we want to be able to bury him as fast as possible. Obviously, you do hold of that also. Ella ikabenai. So we have to give a different nafkamina. Yom Tov Asamuch Shabbat Ben Milifanea Ben Milaharia. If there's a Yom Tov next to Shabbat, and some take away the word uh, Milifanea, but let's say Yom Tov right after Shabbat. Now, Mandam, according to Ulahu said Mishum Yarkaya, because of the vegetables, Me'abrinan. Then we are Me'aber the Elul. So this way you have one day in between Yom Tov and Shabbat. Umande Amar, according to Rav Habarhinenau said Mishum Metaya, because of the dead people, if Sharba Amame. Really, you could always tell the goyim to go do it. We learned this in Betzada Vav. If if someone passed away the first day of Yom Tov, the goyim could bury him. But the rules are different on Shabbat and Yom Kippur. Ulman de Amar Mishumete, and according to Rav Habar Hanina, who said it's because of the people, Le'abre Mishum Yakeya. Why don't you push it off because of the vegetables? So he'll answer you. If Shabbat Hamime, you could always put it in hot water and it could stay fresh. So the Gemara says, Yahachi, if that's the reason to be me'aber elul, my shanel didam, then what's the chidush for us in Babel? I feel that he do, even for those in Israel, Nami, he also did a favor, not just for us. 
So the Gemara explains, no, Lididan, for us in Babel, Havilan Alma, we're in a valley. It's much hotter. But over there in Eretzel, it's not as hot. And therefore, you know, even if the vegetables or the dead people wait another day, it's not the big deal. Now, the Gemara takes a step back and asks the question, Ini, is this really the reason we are Me'aber the months based on dead people and vegetables? Rabbi Shmuel brings a brayta. It says, Maybe the same way we have to add a month to a year to make sure that the spring season comes out in Nisan. We want everything to come out perfectly, the fruit trees to come out at the right time. Maybe we should also add another day to a month if we need to, uh, based on uh, our specific needs. This month will be to you Rosh Chodesh. What's a chodesh hazeh? Means this is exactly what it's supposed to look like, and you have to make it kadosh. Meaning you're mekadesh the month based on the moon, not based on what you need. So how can you say because of that people, because of uh, the, the vegetables? So the Gemara explains. Khan, when Allah said you're allowed to, that's le'abro. That's uh, if it's a twenty-nine day uh, month, and you want to add another day. Khan, when you're saying it's Asur, you have to be Mekadeshit, is when you want to make it Kadosh a day early before you actually saw the moon. That's not allowed. Meaning just to get things to be done on time for the dead people or this or that, to make it Kadosh when you even see the new moon yet, that's not allowed. Vihachikama, this is what the Baita really means. Yachol keshem shemeabrim in the same way we add a month to a year whenever we need for the spring season maybe we could be Mekadesh the month a little bit early even before we saw the moon because we want to make sure that that people the vegetables whatever it is you have to see this moon and then be Mekadesh you can't do it early a lot of times we yell or we push back or we scare the witnesses not to talk just so we can add another day to a month. But we cannot scare witnesses into lying when they never saw the moon to say they saw the moon in order to be Mekadesh the month a little bit early for whatever we need. Like separating Yom Kippur and Shabbat. Now the Gemara asks, Ini, is it true that we're only Mekadesh if we saw the moon? All Rabbi Hanan's life he was teaching us that we scare uh, that if it wasn't seen on time we, we scare them to say that they saw it on time in order to be Mekadesh at the right time even though they didn't see it that they should say we saw it here you have it that, that he's been doing it all this time so how could you say we, 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 you have to see the moon so well, what, what's going on with Rabbi Hanan is if it's Nisan Tishri, the, all the holidays are in that month and we want to make sure everything is on time, everything goes without trouble, then okay, we'll scare them into saying that they saw it when they didn't really see it. But uh, when Rabbi Yoshab and Levi said that you have to see it, that's talking about other months. Now, Rabbi explains it very simply. When Rabbi Shmuel said 
that you cannot be me'aber the year or me'kadesh for your own private needs like the vegetables and the dead people, that's ahirim he, and you just know Rabbanan argue on it. And Rabbi Yehuda Nasi, who said the name of Rabbi Yohanan, he holds like the rabbis, the Tanya, ahirim omrim, and ben atzeret la'atzeret, and ben roshana roshana el yamim bilvad. The difference between this year holiday and next year holiday is always four days. And if it's a leap year, then then five days. Meaning, if this year, let's say Rosh Hashanah comes out on a Wednesday, and there's 354 days in the year, 350 days make up 50 weeks. That gives us four extra days. So then Rosh Hashanah will come out four days later next year. And if it was a leap year where add 29 days, so it's 383 days, then it would come out to be five days later. So you see, it's Ahirim who say that there's a set uh, number of days, set the number when the holidays are supposed to come out, whether you like it or not, and we don't hold that way. Now, going back to what Rabbi Yishwab and Levi said, that we can scare the witnesses not to talk, that they saw the new moon, so this way we could add another day in order to fix things, but we're not allowed to scare them to saying that they saw the moon when they never really saw the moon. He learned to write the opposite, that Betin can scare witnesses to say that they saw the moon when they never saw the moon in order to be mekadeshed. But if they saw the moon, they can't tell them to be quiet, and uh, just so they could lay abroad, so they could add another day. My tama, what's the reason? Hi, Mehzekeshikra. Hi, Lo Mehzekeshikra. When people saw the moon, a lot of people saw that moon, not just the, these witnesses. It looks like a lie if you hold them back. But if you tell them to see something that was not there, not everyone saw it, then it doesn't exactly look like a lie. Now, this is all Rashi's Shita, the Ritva also goes this way. Rabbeinu Hanan El, if you see him, he's very long over here. He has a different Shita altogether. To him, you can never lie in Betin. He has a different Shita on all of this, but uh, let's continue. Shmuel said, I'm an expert in calculations of uh, all the stars, the moons, the everything like that. And I could give a calculation, make a calendar that could fix the entire Gola, meaning anyone outside of itself, forever and ever and ever. So Amale Abba, Abba, the father of Rabbi Simlai, pulls him over and he tells the Shemuel, Do you understand the following Braita? It says over there, in the secret of how to add to the months. It said something over there about the new moon coming before or after midday. Do you understand what that's talking about? So Shemuel says, No. Listen, if you don't know what that means, there's probably a lot of other stuff you don't know. Meaning, Rabbi Hanel puts all this into perspective. Meaning, Shmuel, I understand you're an expert in calculations, but there's a lot of things that go into the uh, whole Soda Ibur business that you, you don't understand. So if you don't understand this, then there's probably other Masorets and traditions that you don't know, so you can't just make up a calendar. So now, Kisalik Rabbi Zera, when Rabbi Zera went to Eretz Yisrael, Shalach Lehu, he sent his friends in Babel two halachot that he learned in Eretz Yisrael. Number one is Tzarich Sheyehel Laila Veyom Min Hadash. The night and the day of the new month have to be before the beginning of the night. Meaning you can't see the old moon on night 30 because if so, then the next day is not the new month. 
Number two, Rizera sent another halacha. Vezo Shamar Abba Abuad Rabbi Simlai, when he said something about the molad being before or after midday, we calculate the molad. Nolad kodem chatzot, if the molad happened before midday, so there's at least six more hours left of the day, then we know it will be visible close to sunset. If it wasn't, the Mulad didn't come out before midday, then we know that the new moon is not visible close to sunset. That means it only happened at night. And what's the whole nafkamina? What's the practical difference? So, Amarav so if witnesses come and they say one thing, we could we could uh, prove it against them. This is the way we push them back. Meaning, if Aidim uh, come and say that uh, it was after Hatzot, but they saw it before Shkiah, then we know that they don't know what they're talking about. They're a bunch of liars. Now, Amar Bizera, Amar of Nachman, for about 24 hours, no one could see the moon. It's not visible. The way the moon works is it first is blocked off completely. We can't see it. And then as the month goes along, it gets more visible, more visible. It goes from looking like a crescent, banana shaped, and it gets bigger, bigger till it's like a ball, and then it gets smaller. And there's about 24 hours at the end of the month, the beginning of the new month there, we can't see the the, the new moon. So, for us in Bavel, we don't see six hours of the old moon and 18 hours of the new moon. For those in Eretz Yisrael, they can't see six hours of the new moon, and they can't see 18 hours of the old moon. And just to get like a basic idea of what Rashi is saying over here, is that there's six hours before the Molad where you can't see the moon at all, and there's six hours afterwards, it's too small, you can't see it, so there's 12 hours where no one could see it. Now, the 12 hours before that uh, 12 hour period, some places in the world can see the moon, some places in the world can't see. And whoever could see it during those 12 hours before can't see it after, whoever could see it uh, uh, after can't see it before. That's sort of the idea. So Babel, which is northeast of Eretz Israel, could see the old moon up until six hours before the Molad, but they have a problem because afterwards they can't see it. So therefore, that's their 24 hours where they can't see the new moon. So it's six hours from the old moon. Then there's six hours and then plus another 12 hours. So that's how they get their 24 hours of not seeing it. Now, during that time, the people in Eretz Israel they could see the new moon uh, right right away, right after that uh, six-hour period of uh, when it's too small, they could start seeing the, moon, the new moon. And that's the basic idea of what Rashi wants to say. Now, there's a lot of things that come out from here. Number one is the Rishonim don't understand what Rashi is talking about because it can't be such a huge difference between Babylon and Israel, there's only like a 36-minute apart uh, uh, time period. So we, we, it can't be such a big difference. So that's number one, uh, the problem with Rashi. The Rishonim go into it, trying to understand it. Anyone who has a little bit of time, very kedai to look at Art Scroll. They did a wonderful job trying to explain Rashi, trying to show exactly... Uh, how the moon uh, goes up, goes down, exactly what time of the month, uh, and trying to make sense of it. 
but there's a lot of questions on this uh, Rashi's Shita on our sugya. Another nafkamina for this sugya is it shows you that Eretz Yisrael is sitting at the quarter point of the world, not at the middle point of the world, and that may, could make a big difference in the international dateline. Where is the dateline? I mean, there has to be a mark where the world ends and the world starts because it's a ball. Uh, think of it like a basketball with a lot of lines. At some point, there's the beginning. some point, there's an end. And where is that? And the Fkamina would be where's Shabbat, where's Friday? And if you look at the end of Art Scroll, they did a wonderful job explaining the Mahloket between that. And if you have a chance to look into Halakha, uh, look into International Dateline in Halakha, and you'll see a lot of Mahlokot and a lot of uh, history behind it. Uh, what did the Demir Yeshiva do in uh, Shanghai when it came to Yom Kippur? One day, two day, and there was a big Mahlok between Hazon Ish and uh, Michiel Michiel uh, Tekachinsky. And that would be a big nafkami. That would be for places like Alaska, Japan, Hawaii, uh, Australia, all that area, the entire Pacific Ocean, where it's considered uh, Shabbat, where it's considered Friday, Sunday, etc. If you get a chance, very, very good to look into the sugya. So again, to clear everything up, Amar Bizera, Amar of Nachman, Esrim Ve'arba Asha'ayim, Mechasei Siyarat, 24 hours, the moon is covered, Lady Dan, for us in Babel, Shit Me'atika, 6 hours from the old moon, Ve'tamne Sereh, Mechata, and 18 hours from the new moon, Lady Dhu, for those in Eretz Yisrael, Shit Me'ata, 6 from the new one, Ve'tamne Sereh, Mechata, and 18 from the old moon, Lemay Nafkami, now will be the Nafkami, Na, Amar Avashay, Lach Hoshay, Sahadeh, to contradict any idim who saw that they saw the moon at a certain point where it's impossible for us to see the moon, then we could uh, understand that they're lying. Now the Gemara wants to go back to the original din that Rabbi Zerah brought, Amar Mot, The night and the day has to be from the new month. The Gemara asks, How do we know that it has to be from the new month? Rabbi Yohanan Amar, it says, Yom Kippur, You know the famous Pasuk, Tishbetu Shabbatechem, that you see Yom Kippur starts from the night, ends at night, that everything goes after the night when it comes to the holiday. Rish Lakish Amar, he understands it from Pesach. It says, Barishon, Barabasayom, Lachodesh, Ba'erev, Tochil Matzot, Ad Yom Ha'ehad, Vesim Lachodesh, Ba'erev. So you have to eat it from uh, the 14th afternoon late at night, which is the 15th, until after the 21st. And it says, Ba'erev, Ba'erev twice. My Benayu, what's the difference between them? Amar, Abaya Amar, Mashma'udor Shin, Ika Benayu. The difference would be just the interpretation of the Pasuk, but nothing, Lachalamase. Nafkamina would be the midnight. So meaning there is a halakha difference. According to Rabbi Hanan, who learns it from Yom Kippur from Arev Ad Arev, it shows you the beginning of the night because he says from Arev, it shows you the importance of the beginning of the night. Then you have to say that if the moon was seen right after Shkiad, then it's not Kadosh. That's it. But according to Rish Lakish, who learns it from Adyom Ahad, Hodesh, and then the word Ba'erev at the end. There's a certain kedusha the entire night. There's a mitzvah to eat matzah. It's a chovah to eat matzah the first half of the night. But after that comes this uh, optional time from the middle of the night until the end of the holiday. So you see in the middle of the night, something happens. So there is a kedusha in the middle of the night. This implies that there's a concept of day beginning in the midnight. So according to that, if the new moon was seen at the beginning of the night of day 30 then it could be considered Kadosh. 
And what comes out of all this? That according to Resh Lakish, if they saw the old moon at the beginning of night 30, we could scare them to say that it wasn't the old moon, it was the new moon. And this way, Betin could get uh, Rosh Chodesh to be done exactly when they wanted. So this way, Yom Kippur and Shabbat don't double up. And we will stop right here. Baruch Hashem le'olam. Amen ve'amen.